Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 1st to the 7th of November 2021. Monday the 1st of November. A dunnock and robin join all the small birds at the feeder this morning. The dunnock, a bird of mystery, known traditionally as the hedge sparrow and yet not a sparrow at all. It is much shyer and more solitary than its false cousins. A male blackbird sits at the top of the weeping crab apple tree, jet black with bright orange beak. It breakfasts on the small red fruits. The pond is full to the brim. Leaves float on the surface like tiny coracles. The sprawl of busy lizzies flops pink flowers against dark brown earth. Periwinkle has thickened at the base of the hedge. It engulfs the patio edges with glossy green. I collect skeleton-patterned leaves of smoke bush, yellow vertebrae on red backs. By late afternoon, trees stand silhouette against the fading light. Their blackened bodies foreground to pinks and blues. The light becomes purple and slips fast into indigo before blue velvet and black. Breath escapes lips and steams dragon clouds into the night time. Above, stars are bright, piercing dots of gold and silver, diamonds and jewels. An owl calls time to head inside. Tuesday the 2nd of November, the first frost. Outside at early morning to feed the birds, a glisten of cold lightly touches all. Starlings are already waiting for me on the roof and aerial, chatting, clicking and calling. Bold sparrows come to the feeder while I am still filling with seeds and mealworms. A fat brown caterpillar is on the path. In danger of becoming breakfast to the birds flying in, I relocate it to under the canopy of Crocosmia. The sky is bright blue and the sun hot, but the air is cold. Still, butterflies are seen. The great tits have discovered the seeds in the dried sunflower heads. They come back and forth all day clinging upside down to pluck out the seeds before taking them away to the safety of higher branches. The sparrows have not yet figured this out. They sit, puffed up and spherical, in the Escalonia, watching. Something spooks them, and in a rustle, they dive into the deeper cover of the hedge. A robin flies into the crabapple and calls its staccato chit. A wood pigeon flops about a hawthorn eating berries while jackdaws fly over, noisily squeaking. 
The neighbours' white homing pigeons fly silver loops against the blue. Gossamer lines of web glint and glisten. A small white feather stands upright out of the lawn. Winter jasmine has begun to flower yellow stars. A magpie flies its iconic flat line across pale sun rays. I stand under a hawthorn and watch a robin eat berries. For a moment, the rest of the world melts away. Wednesday the 3rd of November Frost, crisp and white The grass scrunches underfoot at first light Fog enshrouds fields, roads and hedges The sun is a diffused disc behind a white veil There is a feeling of being cocooned The blue and great tits lilt continually back and forth to the big sunflower heads Land hang upside down, pluck and away to eat under cover. Three large wood pigeons and a magpie sit at the top of a tall conifer. The jackdaw, with the one lazy leg that hangs as it flies, takes its normal commute across over the garden, then back again less than a minute later, as if having suddenly remembered something needed and turned back for. Tumbling, colourful leaves skitter across roads and pile at the edges and banks. Twenty, perhaps thirty sparrows at a time peck around the bottom of the feeder among the large stones and ragged, unwanted growth from fallen seeds. Their tortoiseshell backs bob the lawn. Wisps of willow herb look like abandoned Halloween decorations. It is a monotonous grey day, and with a cold that seeps into the bones, and for the first time in quite a while, it is still. Thursday the 4th of November. Driving. A buzzard and a crow have a mid-air chase and tussle. The buzzard's large wings carving loops that the smaller black bird negotiates with its own twists and turns. On and off downpours and sunshine. A rainbow glows blurred and in soft focus in a brooding yellow and black sky. At mums, the goldfinches take centre stage. Their striking bands of gold and their red heads stand out as they group in the old apple tree. Even youngest nephew, not yet one and a half, watches them from the kitchen window. And then a mass of starlings descend, squabbling, squeaking and playfully jostling bodies flapping and tangling, causing quite the commotion. Gulls fly more serenely. High above. Friday the 5th of November. Bright sun and blue, but cold. A short walk. Two vapour trails mark a large V-shape in the sky. Wisps of delicate, teased clouds comb across the blue. Wood pigeons flush flustered from hedgerows as I pass. Field edges are strewn with brown and yellow leaves. The gentle patter of further falling leaves accompanies my footsteps. 
In the far distance, I hear a cockerel crow repeatedly. There is a gentle susurration from the trees. Blackberries mostly appear hard and shriveled in the hedgerows. I can't resist picking one and am surprised by its cold sweetness. A tumble of rose hips spill out onto the path on spiny stems. Gunshots punctuate in the distance, early bonfire night explosions, pocked and echo ringing. I hear the purring of a crow and the harsh chucking of a partridge. A small, light aircraft flies much lower beneath the glint of a large commercial plane higher in the sky. An old wooden bridge stands over still water. It is cold in the shade of a canopy of trees. As I step out once more into field, rooks and crows lift and fly. Saturday the 6th of November, a night of bonfires, the day after the 5th but the weekend. The family and close friends gather together. In deference to wildlife and in kindness to pets, we have just five fireworks and all ones of light only, no bangs. The rain comes in the dark, hard then soft and back again before relinquishing the evening. In previous years, there has been frost, everyone huddled and puffing clouds of warm breath into cold air. This year, it is mild enough to not even need a hat. Stars shine brightly, being revealed and covered in turn by fast-moving clouds. We have hung the large shed with branches of fir and ivy and have brought the colours of autumn in. Red, yellow, green, orange. Mum and I burned smudge sticks of sage also. We did these things to embrace the change of seasons, to welcome autumn and acknowledge the beautiful things it provides to not fear the end of summer, but find joy in the setting to sleep of nature. The area for the bonfire has been carefully dug out of the lawn, damp, dark earth creating a circle in which the fire is built, moved from garden edge. Carefully and with care, it is made with assurance that no animal will be caught up in our celebrations. Gentle talk warms as much as the flames. As the night draws on, three generations are illuminated by embers. Sunday the 7th of November If you were to paint a picture of the perfect autumn day, then today's morning would be it. Bright and impossibly blue skies, cold air, hot sun. A good wind tumbles rivers of leaves across roads. Thousands of papery reds, greens, oranges and yellows rustle and cartwheel. Peaks and troughs of ploughed earth create waves in fields, the tops of which shimmer with the glint of sun. Gulls wheel a tumbling maelstrom of outstretched wings, white and grey bodies, making good use of the lifts of air. Two metal detectorists sweep a field. Figures of blanched silhouette in bright sun 
moving slowly. They cast about their extra metal limbs. Tall hocks lay fallen. A greenfinch sits in the feed tray, a bird that is often heard but seldom seen here. A robin picks a fight with a sparrow, one round each before the robin is the victor. At 2pm, the sun suddenly disappears and the temperature drops. Such a sudden change feels a push to go inside, harsh and hostile air. I go in, but smile as a last break of sun burns golden for a few moments. The day ends early. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire, or follow more of my works by visiting my website, jenny-may.com.